Are you familiar with Mike Tyson Mysteries? Uh, I'm aware of it. I haven't watched it. Uh, Have you seen any of the clips? No. Like, I know what it is, and I know it exists, but I haven't seen any of right. it. Uh, which is a fucking dog broke into this room. Nemo? How did you even reach the handle? You can't bargain with him. You can't negotiate. Well, He'll just keep coming until he interrupts this podcast. And then he poops on the floor. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Daily Screening Podcast. My name, as always, is Daily. Uh, and joining me this week, returning this week, my eternal partner in cybernetic crime. Eternal? Eternal partner. Timeless? Timeless partner. Ooh, yeah, out of time. That's that good. No, that's uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Bartholomew Devin, hello, Bart. Hey. Welcome back, sir. You, back. you were off last week. That's okay. I missed Tomorrowland. You did. And so I'm today... You didn't miss we, much. Yeah, well, somehow I... Yeah. You, yeah. you probably got made out with the better end of the deal there. I might have. Yeah. But uh, it's really too bad. I, was, I had high hopes for that. That's okay. Oh, we all had high hopes. They were dashed very quickly. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know what? I think Brad Bird's allowed to have... Yeah, look, he's made like four amazing movies. He's allowed to fuck one up every every decade. <laughs> I mean, he did Iron Giant. That's yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, he's he's okay for life. Yep. Uh, well, sir, it begins. It does. We've been talking about this for uh, for a while now. Yes, our it has. grand Terminator rewatch uh, leading up to Terminator Genesis uh, this Fourth of July weekend. Fucking spelled wrong. I know. So, like, look, and you know, I'm gonna put this out there again. You know, I I love the Terminator movies, and I'm really excited for there to be another Terminator movie. I don't have very high hopes for this movie. No, my expectations, be shit. yeah, based, are very low. Based on what I know from that one really badly put together trailer, which I haven't watched yet. I have, have literally run out of the theater more than once into an effort to yeah, avoid that which, trailer. It tells you the whole movie. Yeah, basically, like, it really does tell you the whole movie, and it's some bullshit. Actually, you know what I came across today? What did you come uh, across today? I was clicking through some of my old bookmarks, and I came across the Ansible Network. Ooh. Or no, it, it might have even been the movie, movie booth. booth. The movie booth? One of, one of the previous incarnations one of this. Of, one of my previous which uh, you, which you Which you unceremoniously terminated just after the like big Iron Man 3 trailer came out. Oh, yeah, that's which, Ansible, yeah. Yeah, which you said uh, melted your brain or something. Yeah, something like that. And I watched it. I watched the Yahoo Movies Iron Man 3 trailer. Jesus. <laughs> and you know what? What's that? That's a really good trailer. Yeah. Because it paints the movie in a completely misleading way. That's how you, like... Yeah, well, we talked about this because it was, uh, you know, Iron Man 3 came out the same summer as uh, Into Darkness. Yes. And we're saying, and you know, there's mm-hmm. more than one person said, you know, this is... Iron Man 3, in retrospect, is the correct way to do J.J. Abrams, you know, much ballyhooed mystery box, which is yeah. you paint one version of the movie, 
and then when people show up, you do a little bait and switch, and mm-hmm. you you know you you give them something unexpected, as opposed to just telling people there's a mystery here. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's probably this thing. But I'm not going to confirm it. And then and when then they have guess it, it then that you thing. lie about it. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's how you do it. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. so, 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 yeah, no, that's a, that's a great trailer. I've been terrified of this this Terminator Genesis trailer because I heard it just gives well, gives away the whole game, and I'm well, not interested. Here's, here's in what I'm hoping. Here's so. what I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm like the reason I brought up the Iron Man three trailer is because here's my hope against hope. Oh, yeah, lay it on me. It's a double. It's a double. It's a, it's a double. It's a double switch. It's a double debate switch <laughs> that they've they've laid double out. Double secret probation. Yes, they have, they've painted this this movie with this trailer that seems like well now I know the whole movie, and we probably do. Yeah, but maybe we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds right. That's all I gotta That's, say about that. That sounds good. No, I'll look. Well, here's hoping. But anyway. Today we have watched Terminator One, the original, the Terminator, Terminator, the Terminator, which is you know. So okay, let's let's before we dig into Terminator, let's. I wanna... Terminator is to Terminator Two as Alien is to Aliens. Oh, I wouldn't go. I well, I don't know if I'd go that far. See, I why think, not? Well, okay. See, I think the second one's better, more fun. <laughs> it's more of what the original one is, but they're very different movies. The first one is they're both like. Kind of a slasher movie, a little where bit. one dude or one thing is hunting all the other people down, and then it works out in the end narrowly. And then the second one comes back and is that, but so much better with more action, more stuff, more everything, and it's a better movie and more fun. Well, okay, I think you're half. Tell right me there. where my analysis is wrong. I think you're half right there. I think the only failure in that comparison is that I don't like. I think. Dear James Cameron, skipped the second one. I think T two and uh, and Aliens are very similar in tone. Uh, I don't think I wouldn't compare Terminator and the original Alien because I think I always think of the original Alien as this sort of slow burn seventies sort of sci fi. What movie. do you think the Terminator is? That we I think just the watched? Terminator is like the ultimate B movie. I think the Terminator is like the ultimate like okay. schlocky right. B movie. But if you, you know, but if you go back and listen to the thing that you just recorded, I didn't compare them to each other. I said that Terminator is to Terminator yeah. Two as Alien is to Alien. Well, no, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no. The thank you. you Good night. <laughs> You're welcome. Try the veal. <laughs> Indeed. Next week, yeah. Terminator Two. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I think I think Term- Terminator Two is. It's a really hard comparison, you know, because Terminator 2 is... Dude, it's better and you know it. Well, it's it's a bigger budget. It's a blockbuster movie. You know, yeah. Terminator is not a blockbuster movie. No. Terminator is a, no. you know, I don't want to call it like fly-by-night because Stan Winston's doing some really great innovative effects work there. Um, yeah. And they, you know, they certainly spent some money, but it's presented as this sort of very stripped-down, simple... It is very simple. ...story, and it's, you know, and it's all about the cool robot stuff. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate B-movie. Yeah. Um, it just resonated with people and became a big financial hit, justifying them, you know, funneling a, you know, tornado of cash into Terminator 2, mm-hmm. uh, and turning it into this giant blockbuster with, you know, the T-1000, which is like, you know, next-generation effects at the time, so... Uh, yeah. Um... I'm so, really curious to see how that holds up on the Blu-ray. I think it's probably going to hold up pretty well, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Man. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but I want to first. I want to talk about 
the franchise as a whole because you know i want right. to i want to get your sure. sort of uh what, what's your what's your relationship or you know because we, we were talking about you know t2 we've seen like a million times right but and t3 i we've we've seen more than anyone else yeah you and i have because you and i are the only people on the planet who like that yeah movie. t3 holds a very special place in your and my hearts yes so yes it does uh but what about this one i mean where and and well before we get this one i guess uh and salvation the christian bale one you've seen it right i've seen it the one time yeah i've also seen I'm not looking forward to seeing it the other one time. Yeah, okay. Um, that's I, that's fair. That's I all ha- we need to say about that. I right have there. seen Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I believe you haven't. I've seen uh, half of it. It's two seasons. Right. I saw the first season and part of the second season. I never finished it. Oh, so. okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean... The Which first... is the only thing that's interesting because, like, yeah. at the time it's, like, in canon, but it's not no longer in canon. Like... It's not? Well, no, I don't think because like Salvation came after, I believe, and that didn't have any like didn't acknowledge that in any way. And I'm pretty sure this is going to completely re. I mean, this is going to rewrite. This is going to rewrite anyway. everything. Anyway. So I mean, I guess technically it's it's in canon so much as that like it's going to be erased in yeah it's erased weeks. with everything else. So like yeah. I mean, it's in canon, but it's the thing that's in canon that nobody cares about because most pe- a lot of people haven't seen it. You know, yeah, like it it doesn't have any it doesn't impact anything else. I mean, the first season is not that bad. Yeah, no, I li- I liked it. Um, it it gets. A little weird. I think I got second. annoyed it, with it. Definitely jumps a shark yeah. in the second season. Brian Austin Green showed up, and I think I tapped out. Is he? Is he in the first season? I think he shows up near the end of the first season, and then he's like a regular in the second season. Well, let's get back to the uh, original Terminator. Yes, let's Terminator original recipe here. Um, so, what's when's the last time you saw this movie? Time immemorial. <laughs> time <Awesome>. immaterial. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Like uh, it, at the point, I may I may never have seen it. Yeah, I don't. This is one of those movies that you don't have to see it to know what's in it and yeah. to know everything about it. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, um, I knew so there was... So I'm not sure whether I've ever actually seen it. I've certainly seen it now. Um, yeah. I was not surprised by literally anything. Except for uh, the I'll Be Back line, which you didn't know was in that movie. Well, yeah, but that's... <laughs> Again, there's no reason I wouldn't. Well, okay, but, but we talked about this a little bit while we were watching. You know, there's a bunch of lines in this movie that get like, re- you know, either repeated or reappropriated in the second movie, and it's like everyone remembers them from the second well, movie and, and not from the franchi- first one. I mean, the uh, "Come with me if you want to live." Yeah, "Come with me if you want to live." Arnold steals Michael Bean's line in and the then second it's, one, and it's used again in Sarah Connor Chronicles. Well, yeah, that, well, because at that point it's the and gimmicky now, line that they have to everything. use all the time. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, the Expendables. Yeah, I think I'd only seen this movie once also. Like, I think I've maybe seen some bits and pieces, but uh, I this was another one of those movies that I, like, way too late in life realized, like, I've seen T2 a million times. I don't think I've ever seen the original Terminator all the way through uh, and watched it I, for the first time, I think, in my 20s. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I mean, that. but yeah, it was at least, probably at least, eight or ten years ago um so yeah i was long enough yeah exactly long enough that i remember very few of the details i said when we started it's like i remember the beginning a little and then i remember how it ends and i remember like a few segments like there's a few scenes that stand out like the assault on the police station and uh and the fight at the end and stuff like that but that's really it i would have been hard-pressed to give you any kind of detailed description of anything in this movie yeah, beforehand no, it's, it's so just, it's just it's just hicks and linda and linda hamilton running around yeah i know um well uh first of all i have to say this movie one of the like joys of rewatching this movie was a certain it's like 
especially in the first like 15 20 minutes it this movie is like a who's who of that guy character <laughs> of, of actors Hollywood nonsense yeah of like oh hey bill paxton's in this movie with blue spiky hair and that other guy was yeah, brian thompson brian thompson the guy who played uh the the night slasher in yeah. cobra yeah. uh and he was the alien bounty hunter in the x-files yeah, just that guy yeah that fucking guy that yeah. guy who let's face it was probably up for the terminator role he probably lost the terminator to arnold I mean, well, yeah. He's also like yeah. a huge, muscly dude. He'd been in, so like, I bet he was up for it and lost it. And they were like, whatever, you could be one of these punks at the beginning, though. We'll give you a day job, you know? Yeah. Uh, for three days. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. And you also get, uh, the fucking guy uh, who sells him all the guns, the guy in the gun shop. That's the, the crazy guy from Gremlins, who's like crazy what? neighbor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's, my God. That's the same dude he, who also is like awesome in the second one, where he like shows up again in the second Gremlins for no fucking reason at all. And Paul Winfield. Paul Winfield and Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson. Well, so it's a, you know, it's a uh, James Cameron movie, so of course Lance Hendrickson's in it. Yeah, and that fucking guy, um, <laughs> the the police psychologist the police guy. psychologist guy that guy that guy well we're gonna come back to that that guy. guy that guy is a cartoon that guy is amazing in this yeah. movie like i remember him in the like stronger from like the second and third movies where like the joke is that he's the only one who survived and he's yeah. like kind of traumatized by it well but, like yeah. man he's awesome in this movie yeah he just scores one line after another like every time he opens his mouth i laugh yeah, it's great he's ridiculous <laughs> even when he's just like hello i'm like yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, and when he's introducing himself and he yawns, yeah, like, exactly. Like, what asshole? Precop psychologist. Yeah. Um. Oh man. And then also the the first Sarah Connor that they killed too. She's like uh, I don't know her name, but she's the who? What? It, the the older woman Sarah Connor. Oh, that he kills. oh she yeah. was like you know she's like the mom in like a million eighties sitcoms yeah. and like yeah. like you know she she she's all over the place. She's a very familiar face. Yeah. Um. And oh man, we gotta talk about fucking Rick Rosovich. Oh my god, Rick Rosovich as with, with his tiny whiteies, his his bikini briefs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> don't make me bust you up, man. Oh god, he's ter- like and, and he, how they introduce him with the phone with sex. the weird phone sex thing. Like, like who says that first without making sure it's the right person? <laughs> that guy, I love that guy, especially when you know that she has a roommate. What I the know. hell? Yeah, he's uh, he's in Top Gun. He's in Roxanne. Uh, he is he is not Steve Martin in Roxanne. He's, a, he's just a grade A douchebag yeah. in everything. Yeah, he's Slider. He's Slider in Top Gun. Sli- I love- and he's Slimer in this. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. He's so weird. It's uh, like only the eighties. Like what what happened to Rick Rossovich? Right, only the eighties could what produce to that any, thing. What happened to any of these people? I know. James Cameron is just the death knell for careers. <laughs> Weirdly. Uh, well, oh, look, since we're talking about Rick Rosovich, we also definitely have to talk about uh, Walkman sex. <laughs> yeah. Was this a trend in the 80s that no, I was man. unaware of? No. Fucking your girlfriend while she's got a Walkman on listening to God knows what. So here's a, here's a game we could play while everyone's drunk. <laughs> we're not, but, you know, later. Um, so we are all children of the 80s. Yeah. We should play the game of what were your parents listening to on their Walkman when you were conceived? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
do not do not want. <laughs> In this movie, it's all Devo. It's, just... <laughs> it's really freaky. Yeah, no. But they also show her later, like after in the like post sex, she like goes to make herself a post sex snack. Yeah, and she <laughs> she, with... pulls, she opens the refrigerator and she pulls out <laughs> celery and milk. And like, wait, what the fuck is she eating right now? <laughs> And then, oh but she's God. got the Walkman. She got the Walkman is like a shoulder strap because first of all, she's not wearing pants. But the Walkman has like it's like it's too big to fit in your pocket, so it's got like a it's, it's purse a, you know strap what it is? It's, a, it. it's a Star Trek original series tricorder. tricorder. Yeah, that's basically what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's grooving around. With, does, do you think she had the shoulder strap on while he was fucking her? That's what I want to know. It's probably around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some fifty grades of sh- fifty grades fifty grades fifty grades fifty grades of Shay. That's some fifty grades of Shay shit right there. That's mm. a Fifty Shades of Grey shit right there. I don't know why. What? Okay, hold on. So we just have to say, Daly and Jamie. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, Lance and Jessica. Oh, we all watched. And Lance and Jessica. We all we 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 ate Australian meat pies. Uh, really? Yes. And where, where did you get Australian meat? There's pies? an Australian meat pie shop down the street. No shit. Yeah, it's really, good. It's really fucking good, actually. I believe that I... you should come over for Australian meat pies. Terminator man. Two and meat pies uh, sold. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Um. We uh. So we did that, and then we uh walked back to Jessica and Lance's house, and we uh. Bought wine and ice cream, and she had Fifty Shades of Grey from the library. So we from the library, from the library, I know, amazing. <laughs> we said, well, our options were Fifty Shades of Grey or Selma. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> and while Selma is an amazing film, it is not a Friday night wine and ice cream movie. Wine, ice cream, and meat pies. Yeah, that's not. It's, it wasn't no. right for the vibe. So neither was Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey. Of Grey apparently, was, no, it was very disappointing all i know is that while they were watching this i was on the facebooks trying to make drink plans with a friend and daily kept in the pop- comment section in the comment of section. my live tweets yeah and, and daily just kept popping up and being like reading about the two of you trying to make drink plans is more interesting than this movie <laughs> it really was god oh my god at one point oh my god okay look i don't want to go into 50 shades of gray digression Please here do not but she for she works in a hardware store at the beginning of the movie. She's like an English literature major who, for no particular reason, works at a hardware There's store. There's a very good reason. Yes, no, there is one English, singular English reason. English literature major. No, there is one reason why she works at a hardware store. It's so that the S&M bondage guy can come into the store and then buy from her... Buy pliers and things? He could, yes, he could buy uh, mass, He can buy duct tape and cable ties and lengths of rope. In a, you know, clever foreshadowing scene. I don't think you want to use lengths of rope. That's all That's all it is. Oh, he uses it on her later. Don't you worry. I'm sure he does, but, like, rope, not a good choice. Yeah, it's too hey, much. It's chafing. Like, that's not sexy. I don't think he cares. <laughs> he's not the one being tied up. I think he's okay with it. Chafing? No, man. That's never good. You want to get tied up? Fine. Chafing's never okay. But chafing is just, like, that's, that's bad, dude. All right. Uh, let's terminate that conversation right now. I see what you did See there. what I did there? That was good. Uh, so let's get back to robots here. Uh, so Walkman sex, yes. Um, My favorite thing about the Walkman is that she's wearing it all the time. All the time, So it's yeah. like, so she's... She's like she, brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. There's water everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a smart move, stupid. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, my God. I've forgotten her name now. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Daphne, but I know no, that wasn't right. No, I was about to call her, like, Ziva. 
<laughs> well, I think we're going to call her Ziva no, now. No, no, no. What's her actual name? Chloe? No. Courtney? Uh, Ginger. Ginger. Ginger! It was Stoltz Ginger. Ginger. Oh my god. Gingy. Gingy, you dead as fuck. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what happened. So, like, it was, they were introducing her character. They were both, they were going to go out for a girl's night on the mm-hmm. town or something. Or, yeah. or actually, no, they weren't. Only Sarah No, was they each had out. a date. They, they each had, had a date. date. And and I, they were just doing their she hair. Was, for the record, she was dressing up so she could stay home and have Walkman sex. Right. And, <laughs> and Sarah was getting dressed to go out and have a date. And I just saw her getting ready and I said, oh, Ginger, you're dead as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and she was. And she was. And she was. And she was. Don't, don't do that. No, no, we're not going to do that. Ain't got no time for bird sex. <laughs> yes, we can do that. Um, so... Uh, okay, so another another great uh, <laughs> surprise from this movie, or like a thing that I've forgotten about, um, how long they hold back the like robot reveal. You know, I mean, tr- you know, presumably you're watching this movie, even you know, if you're watching this movie when it originally is released in theaters, you know that it's a movie about a killer robot, and you probably know Arnold Schwarzenegger's a robot, yeah. but. Uh, you know, but they don't, you know, like, T2, T3, all the rest of them, like, as soon as he shows up, they, like, immediately cut to, like, the Terminator vision, the, you know, the... Predator vision? Yeah, Predator vision, the all red with the, you know, weird digital readouts, the heads-up display stuff. I like to call that the director's cut vision. (laughs) Donnie Darko, director's cut vision. Yes, very much so. Um, but they, I mean, they literally don't show any of that stuff until... Michael Bean shows up and like you know shoots him like seven times and then tells her this is he's a robot and, and then you start and to suddenly see that he starts getting facial prosthetics yeah he very <laughs> weirdly just sort of gets these like eyebrow ridges these like huge prosthetics over each eye it looks socket. ridiculous yeah and it's not like he's they're not supposed to be like bruises that's the or thing is like, I was like are they trying or... to show that he's bru- like that's exactly what I was thinking. Is he supposed to look bruised and swollen? Yeah, maybe. But, I, but no. He just looks evil. He just looks evil and alien and, and looks, misshapen. He looks weird. Yeah. He, he looks just kind of lumpy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He looks lumpy. It's very odd. It's very, very <laughs> odd. Well, speaking of lumpy, uh, I think now is a good time to talk about Animatronic Arnold. Awesome. <laughs> Animatronic Arnold is so fucking great. You know what the best thing about Animatronic Arnold is? What's that? If this... If if that movie were made 10 years later, yeah. it would have been CGI The Rock. Absolutely. Oh my god, you're totally right, yeah. And it wasn't. No. Because imagine, it would have been all polygons. Imagine if CGI The Rock had yeah. been animatronic The Rock. Yeah, exactly. It would have been so much better. Well, more likely, he would have been stop motion The Rock. Uh, Which also would, have, also would have been better. We're referring to the Mummy two or three, this words, the, the Scorpion King one. It's two. In which the Rock plays the Scorpion it's King. The second one where they have yeah. all the veiled references yeah, to yeah. other movies. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, like the Jurassic Park scenes, yeah. the Titanic scene, and the. <laughs> The Rock plays the Scorpion King for, like, the opening prologue, and then he gets, like... Uh, as himself. Right, as himself, as a normal human, and then he's reincarnated at the end, but he's reincarnated as, like, an actual scorpion centaur beast. Yes, and it's so strange. He's, but he's so all bad. CG, and he's, it's really bad rendering. It's like PS1 yeah. era. Yeah, it looks like some video it, game cutscene shit. It looks shit. like a cutscene from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, so we just refer to that as CGI The Rock. It's awful. Um, and <laughs> yeah, no, You're totally right. It would have been some shit shady ass cg yeah. uh even just a few years later oh, but, but no instead you get Arnold's... stan winston doing like these really great and it, like what's great about it is first of all i mean yeah it, like it looks fucking awesome uh for the era like like yeah. in the context of the era it looks fucking well, great this is what year is 81 uh, did i make that up 
I want to say it, you've got a phone. My phone's I, in the room. I, I want to say it's eighty four. Is it that late? I want to say that nineteen eighty four. You're right. Bam! Look at you. I'm like Google's bitch. After Ghostbusters. After Ghostbusters, yeah. So, I mean, which is still optical effects. Ghostbusters um, looks better, man. I mean, I think it's probably held up a little better. You don't have animatronic. You have the puppet. You have the optical puppet effects, um, which are probably on par with... They have some. They're, they're some stop-motion-y looking. Well, yeah. They. I mean, they, there's some miniature stuff there. Yeah, but, yeah. like, even, you know... The dogs. Well, I was going to say, the dogs are probably, like, the roughest effect that doesn't translate. Because all the ghost stuff has the, you know, the benefit of transparency and the fact that they're not supposed to look like actual flesh yeah. and blood people. Yeah. So like the optical effect kind of works in its favor there a little bit. Um, yeah. looks great. Yeah, exactly. The dogs are probably the roughest effect as far as like translating to today. Yeah. Um, just cause they don't look good in motion. Sometimes, uh, their limbs kind of go weird. It's, it's <laughs> like, uh, it's like that. They're a little flippity floppity. Yeah. Well, it's like this, this shot of, uh, Dick Jones falling out of the yeah. roof of OCP where his <laughs> arms are like, <laughs> <laughs> long. He's got eighty foot arms. It's ridiculous. I love it. Um, but but it's uh, so charming. I know it is. No, it's adorable. I love it. Um, and I, I I kind of feel the same way about animatronic Arnold. It's adorable. I love it. it yeah. He feels like he should be in the Hall of Presidents. I mean, it's looks, great. He looks. I mean, he looks terrible. But but but, he, well, but it looks great. But I think he looks terrible because now we're used to like he's very. It's very easy easy to spot it as animatronic. We, yeah. Everyone's been to Disney World, you know. Like everyone's been to a theme park where there's like some weird animatronic thing, and that's not cutting edge technology anymore. So now it's like very easily spot. It's like, oh, that's animatronic. Whereas before, someone you know, I could easily imagine you someone in '84 trying to be like, how did they do that? Like, did they have a thing on him or? But like now, you look at it and it's like, oh no, you can tell. That, that that's know, not him. Well, you could tell it's not him, but moreover, like you could tell that like Stan Winston is being like the the scene where you know the really noticeable scene is when he is fucking with his eye when he when he he, yeah. he shows the robot eye underneath. But you could tell like the the shot it's in the mirror. It's very limited, uh, so it's just really from like the shoulders up, yeah. and so all it's he, really well done. Yeah, so all it's he just... has to do is sort of like move his head back and forth a little bit, like at an angle, yeah. and so the motion is a little, it's a little robotronic. It's a little, yeah, it's a little awkward, but he doesn't have to do much, so right. it's okay. They can kind of get away with it. A I little mean, bit. That, when when he's operating on his arm, on his hand, yeah, like that, that actually looks pretty good. Yeah, that stuff looks fucking awesome. Actually, yeah, that holds up just fine. Um, and then and then we cut from uh, you know we. And, and that, that actually, and you know what? If we hadn't been watching it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. if we were watching it on like VHS, you wouldn't be able. Yeah, to Yeah, no, tell. totally. That would look great. And I will say, I think this is a really, really great transfer. Yeah, I think this Blu-ray just looks fantastic. Yeah, the only problem is with with some of these Blu-rays is that <sighs> some of the model stuff. Looks, yeah, it's models. Well, yeah, exactly. You they're... know, I mean, like, if like in the future when they've got the Skynet whatever flying oh yeah, drones yeah. Uh-huh. thing they you're like eh, it looks like a model yeah exactly um, and, and I, I actually said i was like i was worried that this is because the transfer was good enough that it's gonna yeah it's it not gonna to... well exactly it's like when you you know you remember back when uh like local news stations started right. to shoot in hd yeah and all of a sudden they had to pimples. yeah exactly you had the makeup artist and not only makeup but also like wardrobe had to change everything they were doing because it was like, well, this looks a certain way you on like, standard death, but look it looks like totally different. You look like clowns who didn't stop. Yeah, exactly. But you also end up with just like, oh, there's like a check pattern on your jacket, which just looks like 
pinstripes and standard def, but now there's like a weird interference pattern yeah. and it like makes people dizzy when they look at you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I remember seeing that happen like in a newscast for like like in the early days of HD where like literally a newscaster had on a jacket that was basically like hypnotic like the, 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 it was just swirling around on screen to the point that when they cut to a commercial or when they cut they away from him, him he came back he was wearing a different fucking jacket like yeah. five minutes later You're like yeah. yeah thank god jesus yeah um but yeah no so they can get away with some of that stuff um but i think it's i still think it's great no it's a know? good print it's a real good print. um and and i think that's even true of the uh stop motion uh android skeleton there at the end yeah. Um, which again, like very clearly noticeable as stop motion. Right. The fact that he's a skeleton even made Jamie say, "Like, yeah, it looks like some Jason and the Argonauts it does. shit right I mean, there." It, you it, know, it's very Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, um, but it's. I think the smart what's what this movie is really good at, or what what makes it part of what makes it work so well, is that uh, Stan Winston and Cameron like they know when to use which effect. Yeah, you know, like they know. Okay, they. they you know, we can do uh, animatronic McDonald's. here. We can do stop motion here. But like, there are sometimes where where robot skeleton is stop motion. But there are other times where no, oh, that's like an actual robot skeleton. Right. Like when he busts through the door. Like yeah. that's an actual robot skeleton yeah. busting through the door. And it looks great and it looks fantastic. Yeah. And, but it's and a again, real like, thing. You th- think of it like you know analytically, and you're like, oh yeah, all like he doesn't have to walk around skeleton. It's literally just a torso that like pops through a hole in the right. door. And but it doesn't matter because it looks fantastic. Yeah, you know, it looks great. Like you can yeah. tell when it's actually there mm-hmm. uh, and when it's like crawling across the. Though I maintain that none of that shit would have worked oh, because yeah. it, that like that robot yeah. skeleton would have been Ed two hundred nine slipping and falling all over. The crawling place. there's the no traction happening pneumatic just, press yeah it's metal on metal like how is he getting any friction it's, it's feet yeah it's feet was like it was a ball yeah exactly it was a ball yeah. and some like little spikes it well, would have just been like it's literally that's the end of that's the end of dr no dr no has metal hands yeah and he like falls in a tank and he can't he's there's like a metal pipe and he can't get any grip on the pipe so he can't pull himself out like that's that's how that should have tra- that would translate here, yes. Yeah. Um, Just slip and fall, but it's okay. It's cool. You get that last shot with the robot arm sticking out, which is which is great. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. No, I mean, the, uh, look, there's, and that's why I said earlier. You know, this is a movie. Really, it's a it's a B movie through and through. Yeah. You know, the difference is it's a B movie with you know at the time some real top notch special effects that are not only just like you know uh like i said it's not just that they look great but it's you know the execution of those effects using all these different styles sort of in perfect concert with each other to achieve sort of maximum effect it's it's really amazing not unlike another movie that we watched this week Indeed, which bears (laughs) more than a few resemblances to terminator right we're talking of course about kung fury Kung Fury, a 30-minute short of sorts that... Uh, I mean, half an hour is not yeah, that short, yeah, really. Yeah, I, I know. About it. It's not, I, I hesitate to call half hour a feature, but it's a 30-minute movie uh, that is... certainly a movie. ...available to you, the public, free on the YouTubes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I highly recommend it. It's uh, just the internet's wet dream. It like, really is. I mean, and, you know, we've been talking about this for a while because... You, you paid I gave money. them. I gave them a ma- my American dollars to help make that movie happen. Yes, you did. Um... So uh, yeah, they, there was a Kickstarter project, and I donated it to I donated to it very early. They're gonna make another one. 
Oh, they I, left it wide open. I certainly as, fucking as they, hope so. And rightly so. They yeah. should have left it wide open for a sequel. Yeah. And the next one's going to be an hour. You know I, it yeah, is. it should be. I was going to say, yeah. I, like, I was a little... I mean... Now it's proven. The level of uh, you know effects work going on there, I mean, literally, it's like 300. Every second of that movie is an effect shot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So clearly there's a lot of post-production. There's a lot of work going into that movie. So I understand why it's only 30 minutes, but... Man, I wanted that movie to be a lot longer than it was. It looks pretty good. Yo, I think it's great. It sounds pretty I mean, good. Honestly, I think the fact that it's thirty minutes is probably works in its favor here because it like it's just super tight. There's no exposition. There's no like character backstory stuff. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Except for shoot that, out. Except like, for that one scene with the two Nazi guards. Well, well, well. Yes, <laughs> we're not going to spoil it. <laughs> but there's a scene with two Nazi guards, and it, there's no reason. <laughs> no, but it's wonderful. Yeah, it's fabulous. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, look, all that Thor stuff is. <laughs> Check out my pecs. Your pecs are epic. <laughs> they like they like invert on themselves. His pecs like like retreat back into you... his own skeletal structure. I'm trying. So I've seen it twice. Um, I've only. I haven't gotten back. I'm trying to remember. Again. Somebody said, and I don't remember when. I, when I whether it was when I saw it with you or when I saw it with at home, um, somebody was like, "What did the casting?" I think it was Jenna. Actually, it was like, "What do you think the casting call for that Thor character looked like?" It was like, <laughs> "You must be old and jacked, <laughs> old jacked, and maybe your pecs can invert." Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a very specific type. There, <laughs> I know there's one guy. Uh, speaking of jacked, holy shit, Michael Bean. Michael Bean is ripped beyond all recognition in this movie. And Arnold. Well, look, Arnold is Arnold. Arnold was a fucking bodybuilder. Like he, he was Mr. Universe. Exactly. Like God God love him. He's he, huge yeah, though. No, he's a he's a beast. It's nuts. Um but Bean is like his pecs are epic. Yeah. Well Bean Bean I always think is I think is amazing because like he's like he's muscular but yeah. he's also super lean. I mean, I feel yeah. like I could literally put my hands around his waist Probably. like and like touch my fingers together on the ends. Like he he's, he's got like a V from shoulders to his waist. It's insane. Yeah. Uh and he's also like shirtless or and or naked for lots of this movie. Yeah. Um I particularly like the uh pants and trench coat and no shirt underneath look and shotgun. And shotgun. We need to bring this back, people. Uh if I, I had the, if I had Michael Bean's abs, I would do that for Halloween every year. <laughs> Uh, sadly, I do not have his abs. You could do it. I am firm rocking the dad bod these days. So, I think, well, we all are. Yeah, I know. Well, we just don't. Have I know. We kids. just don't have the kids to, you know, like, justify we it. We didn't earn it. We're just yeah. fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who gives a <laughs> fuck if we're fat? <laughs> all right, Brian Dennehy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like an archangel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I was saying earlier, the you know, it's a B movie. The effects are really fantastic. Um, I think the other thing that, sorry, that uh, bears calling out here, not only we get, so we get the animatronics and we get some stop motion um, and some like model work, optical effect, but the makeup work on Arnold is really great. And aside from those aside weird, from the weird, aside from the weird forehead ridges before he starts to show his robot bits, yeah, the, uh, um, but like there, you know, the stuff where he's that, got, I mean, that, like that, that was straight out of, not Snowpiercer, the wrestling one. <laughs> not Snowpiercer, the wrestling one. You have to be more specific. What's than that, that wrestling movie where they all have weird facial prosthetics? I, uh, the wrestler? No, man. Oh, come on. I don't. I don't know what you're referring to right now. Is Steve this a recent Carell movie? and Channing oh, Tato. Oh, oh, and Channing Tato. Fucking yes, that movie not, of which I tell me I'm com- not wrong in calling no. it not Snowpiercer, <laughs> the wrestling one. <laughs> 
hell is it called? Fox Catcher. Yeah, Fox Catcher Snowpiercer. Not, not Snowpiercer, the wrestling one. That's how I'm going to refer to that movie from now until eternity. <laughs> if you watch Not Snowpiercer, the wrestling one, it's fantastic. Jesus. Holy weird with weird facial prosthetics. Holy <laughs> fucking Moses. Um, yes, but no, like the makeup work on Arnold and the bits where he, you know, like his skin is torn away and you can see the oh, robot yeah. stuff underneath. Yeah. Like particularly when he gets hit by the truck and he's like scrapes along the ground and stuff. Like that stuff all looks really yeah, fucking it looks great. Really, it looks good. Um, but but like I said, at its heart, this is a B movie. There's really not much story in this movie. I mean, it's really just. Robot attacks girl, guy. other guy protects girl, everybody runs and chases each other. Like, halfway, like, we were watching, and at one point, Jamie turned and said, it's an hour into this movie and nothing has happened. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I realized, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way, but, yeah, you compare it, you, you know, you inherently want to compare it to T2, where there's, like, a whole subplot about investigating Cyberdyne and who created Skynet. And, and an obnoxious child. Yeah, exactly. Skynet, by the way, is never name-dropped in this movie. That yeah. is another thing I j- had totally mm-hmm. forgotten about. Skynet, Cyberdyne is, though. They talk about a defense network computer, and yeah, they say Cyberdyne, but they never say Skynet in this movie. So that is a T2 creation. Yeah. Um, that was but, the thing that I was looking for that I missed in this one, is I wanted badass Sarah Connor from yeah. T2. Like, T2-era Sarah Connor is a fucking badass and yeah. awesome. Yeah. This Sarah Connor, not so awesome. Yeah, she... I mean, it's... it's you I know. mean, it makes sense that she's not, but at the same time... Well, and I, you know what? Like, you know at what the I, end, she starts to... Right. It's really... It's about her sort of transition to that state, to badassery, you know? Yeah, except exactly. Except for that weird line at the end. Well, if you think about of... Loving for a lifetime. Love for a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> But if you... As I say, I think it's rough... You know, I think Terminator could get kind of a bad shake for a lot of people. Because, like I said, Terminator 2 is the movie that everybody loves, everybody knows, everybody's seen a million because times. Because it is fucking great. No, exactly. It's a but, great movie. But what I was going to say is, if you come from a place of, like, Terminator 2, Terminator 2, and then you go back and watch Terminator 1, Terminator 1 would feel like like a prequel, well, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing I was thinking when you were, we were talking earlier about, you know, the, the late reveal of all the robot hood. Yeah. Um, it, it's a little bit like when you watch Star Wars, you're like, you know that he, that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. You know that the whole time. Yeah. Because everybody fucking knows that. Um, and it's the same thing. It's like, you know that Arnold is a, a robot and blah. And, you know, and it's like, we, no one will ever again watch this movie and have that revealed to them. Oh, yeah, sure. It will never happen again. Absolutely. Too late. It has been lost to the ages. Yep. Not not a thing that we can experience ever again. Um, or no, we never got to. Well, yes, no, we did not. We, we were aged out of that. Yes, we were. I remember, in fact, uh, like I have a very, very vivid memory of going to the General Cinemas in Braintree Ooh. as a child, mm-hmm. uh, which I would later become an employee at. Um, right before you'd run over debaters. That, that that's yes, that was the sequence of events. Um, <laughs> but I remember being at that theater uh, the year that T two came out, which I think was ninety two, ninety one or ninety two, mm-hmm. um, and seeing a poster for it, uh, like you know, big big fucking poster for yeah. Terminator two, yeah. and th- and like saying out loud, Terminator two. What where was what was Terminator one? Like I've never heard of Terminator, which. You know, at the time I was like nine, so of course I hadn't heard of Terminator. Yeah. But again, like that's one of it's a it's kind of a long 
break it between break. between yeah. entries there. And really, all of these movies have some, you know. Well, There's never been like a one right after another with the Terminator well, ter- movies. Well, you know what? Let's look them up. So this one was eighty four. This is eighty four. I'm pretty sure T two is uh, ninety two. They're all over here. Oh, I won't even use the internet. We'll do this the old fashioned way. So eighty four. Yeah. Uh, ninety one. Ninety one. Uh, That's and a then good break. seven years. Yep. Seven and ninety. T uh, three is. 2003 that's 12 years so good long and then uh christian bale who gives christian bale is i want to say like 10 or 11 Uh, oh no it's 9 2009 all right yeah that would have made sense yeah because 10 i would have been gone by then so yeah 2009 Mm. so uh pretty yeah so they're all good long breaks yeah i mean they're five plus years between at least seven years between each movie basically so um that's 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 nuts well at least six years, and, I guess. Well, then, I can do and math. Then but I can do math. Sarah Connor, six years. Sarah Connor was in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. But th- again, that like didn't have any bearing on the movies. You know, like it existed right. separate from the movies. So, um, which is a weird. That doesn't. Well, whatever. yeah. And now we're you know nine fifteen, so now we're six years yeah. again. This now, thing so. is a total reboot. Anyway. Yeah, I know. And we're and if it's successful, we will get another one do within like three years. Do you know what the central conceit of the trailer is? Not having seen it, do you know what it is? No, I don't care to. You didn't answer, Mike. I know you don't. I, ca- said, I said I no. Know. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't, and I don't care to. Okay. Um, you're gonna be so mad. Uh, yeah, probably. No, you're gonna be so mad. Yeah, probably. I can't, I'm pretty sure about it. That's why I'm not watching it. I'm just you're, gonna go see that movie instead. You're gonna be furious, and am I gonna be furiosa? Because I'd be okay if I was furiosa. No. no. <laughs> that wasn't. I mean, it was a robot arm. Yes. But... <laughs> Now, what if Furiosa had let's let's roll these together. <laughs> a lot of a lot of time between those two those two movies. Too. Yeah. What if Furiosa had the original Terminator arm? The original Terminator. Ooh, ooh. What a weird future that would be. That would be a that would be an odd future. Kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that with that movie as long as Miller made it. But I like that her arm had like a wrench like in it. Like, like her arm had like a wrench attachment, so she could like clamp on to shit. Like that was, I was okay well, with that. That's just practical. Exactly. I would, I would just like weld a Swiss Army knife in there. Mm-hmm. Be like, I might need this flathead one day. Um, would you like to talk more about Fifty Shades of Grey? I really would not. That's good. Uh, what do you think about all the future flashbacks? Because again, that's like a, they were actually more than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, that's another one of those like yeah. structural things that surprised me a little bit. And again, like feels very like B movie. It's like all of these future things, most of which feel like they are taking being shot on a back lot or in somebody's basement. They probably um, were. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, were, I mean, they were fine. I mean, it's the only way you can really flesh out Kyle's character. Yeah, you got to give him a little, a little something. You give him a little something, something. I mean, fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, um, does it like, did it sort of jibe with your recollection of like, like T2? Cause I mean, that's what, when people, when you talk about like the, you know, the judgment day future stuff, like what everybody remembers is T2 is the, the ro- uh, robot foot crushing the skull at the beginning of T2 yeah. and, and you know, John Connor with his fucked up face. Like that's the future stuff that everybody I feel like sort of identifies with. Meh. Um, but like, I like you, the, you bit actually with- get a lot of it. Yeah. In uh, no 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 in Sarah Connor you get a lot of oh, future yeah. stuff because they got to explain what's his name Brian Austin Green Brian Austin Green yeah. they have to explain they him and get, so they because they also have to give him backstory well and they, yeah. and, they, and they have to and they have to give the backstory to uh, I don't remember what her model is 
I don't Summer either. Summer Glau's model. Yeah, whatever that might be. Well, the, the basic story is she was an infiltrator. Yeah. Um, and Kind of like T3. Kind of like T3, and they got SWA, you know, and they retrained her or whatever. But because of her experience with John in the past, he had a special connection with her. But Brian Austin Green doesn't trust her. And, and so on and blah, so blah, forth. Blah, 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 yes. blah. But anyway, you got a lot of time in the future yeah. in, in the TV show. And whenever the, and the thing is like that's one thing I do remember about the show is whenever they would cut to the future, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like I, I, don't, I just don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, this is, oh, the whole point is we're trying to change the future. I don't. Know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, um, but I, there there are some things in there that and also I like. Brian Austin Green is kind of annoying. Yeah, well, yes, he is. Um, I, there are some things in the future stuff that I really like, uh, which I think kind of get forgotten or kind of get lost later on, which is like, like for example, the dog stuff. I think the dog stuff is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like that it, she has a dog with her at the end. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, now I keep always dogs. Ger- always yeah. German shepherds. Now I keep a dog. Exactly. Yep. Um, I also like that the, the, in that scene where the, uh, where the Terminator sneaks into their little hideout, yeah. that it's not an Arnold Terminator. It's, no, it's another a, it, Terminator. Well, no, no, it was this, well, they, they said it was the first, the first infiltrators were yeah. the 600s. Yeah. And Arnold's an 800. Right. T-800. Well, uh. Yeah. No, they, they said, they said. They say they said, 101. They say it, uh. Model one hundred and one. Right. They never say in this one that he's a T eight hundred. Yeah. But we, that, but we know that. But yeah, but they that do say that the sort of first. So you know, fir- the first ones were just robots, and they were very obvious. And then the first infiltrators came, and they had a rubber skin. Yeah. Those were the six hundreds. Well, the no, the rubber skins were the ones they said they they spotted Easily. right away. Yeah. Right. But the first infiltrators yeah. were those. Yeah. The six hundreds. Yeah. Which is presumably what the Rufus Sewell guy was. I don't know if, but I don't think he was. I think at that point, because they're keeping dogs at the door. Oh, and they, they that's all, true. They like, already, the dogs, like, inspect yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's true. They so already at that had point, the I think the they door. already know that there are Terminators and oh, they're, maybe. they're infiltrators. So okay. I think, but yeah. I, my point is that I think it, it, it indicates something that I think gets lost along the way, which is. Like, you know, later in, like, T3, where it's like, oh, the guy who invented the thing looks exactly like Arnold. And, like, so it's like all of the term, all of that model looks like Arnold. So the idea that there are other, ter- there, there are other models that look yeah. like other people is, like, kind of cool, you know? Like, well, then we're back to Battlestar. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Um, but I, no, I, I like it, you know? I think it's, I think You it's, realize think that the whole fun. thing about Battlestar, if there, like, there are only 12 models, if there hadn't been 12, if there had been, like, an infinite number of whatever, yeah. that whole fucked well well yes like <laughs> that that would have been a smarter plan on the cylons part yeah not so smart guys what do you think is the if you have to pick an action sequence in this movie which one which one do you like which one's your favorite here i got i mean i go with i go with the cop assault you go with the police the police station okay i mean it's it's classic it's you know it's obvious but i i really i really like it i'm gonna go with hmm I'm gonna go with with when he's getting his guns. Oh, in the in the gun store. Yeah, that's a, well, that's just like a nice scene. Yeah, because it's like there's no none of that has any point. Yeah, because if he, why did he need his help? Like, <laughs> why did he have to talk to him? Yeah, I know, right? Just like why did he go in, snap his neck, and just guns. start taking what he wants? Yeah, yeah. why did he go through <laughs> like, like all the pretense yeah. of pretending to be a customer? Yeah, like why even bother? Yeah. So but he does that all that's the time. A fair, that's a fair point. Like why? Like he does all kinds of shit that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like he's an infiltrator unit, but he's infiltrating nothing. <laughs> he's infiltrating the past yeah. here, and nothing can stop him. Why even? 
why did he get clothes Except at the all? the rules of polite society. I know. Like, <laughs> like, give, like give me your clothes? <laughs> no. I, like, why did you... Why does he have to talk to anyone? Ever. <laughs> it's true. He's Arnold. It's very important. And Arnold could barely talk at that point, too. So, I mean... Yeah. Every line feels like Cameron's taking his life in his hands yeah. every time he gives <laughs> Arnold some dialogue. Yeah. Um, uh, I do like... I, I will say, I do like the, the, the fight... Uh, like, the... The fight in the Latin at the end in the warehouse. Um, yeah. It's not, there isn't a lot of a fight to it. It's more just sort of like them hiding uh, in what appears to be sort of like a generic factory warehouse. But yeah. what I like about it, and I feel like somebody's on set that day being like, no, man, it's great because they're going to fight a robot in, in a room full of fact. robots. Yeah. It's a factory full of robots, and they're going to, it's robots on robots on robots, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's not that, though. No, and you know, this is, whenever I watch older action movies. Yeah. Like, from this, like, the 80s, really. Yeah. I always think what would happen if you recut, not even recut them, if you just post-dub them with different music. <laughs> I love the music in this movie. It's, it's like, all done it on midis, so... and I don't care. It's wonderful. Do you realize how slow that whole scene is? Yeah. It's really slow. Oh, yeah. It's just and people walking take... around slowly away from each other. Yeah, like, <laughs> Backing it's... away from each other I lo- slowly. And the car- I love the car chases that are all 35. 35- like, they have a car chase in a 1980s Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> like, that's not a, like... Also, at one point, they escape in a gremlin, which is yeah. pretty amazing. Like, like they're, in, they're in, yeah, they're in the police impound lot and they've got all these cruiser like police cruisers and other yeah. things around and they choose the fucking amc gremlin <laughs> like really was garth there what the hell like if they drove by headbanging i would have lost yeah it. right and queen just queen playing faintly in the background yeah. that would have been okay i would have been okay with that somewhere in the liner notes uh, just in the background somewhere. Just in the background somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Jesus. Um, well, look, I got I got nothing else. I mean, look, the only other thing which I think Bears mention is um, their, their one night of painful, awkward, <laughs> like, future sex. I just, you know what? Wait, I... is, is Kyle Reese a virgin? Let's pose this oh, question. Oh, absolutely. Because every indication in that scene would seem to say that, yes, he did not know what the fuck he was I'm doing. I'm not entirely convinced that wasn't his first kiss. Yeah, it was really like... just sort of faces mashing up against <laughs> each other at angles, at 45 degree yeah, angles. No, it, was, it was really weird. You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. Like, with, like this movie is bringing to my attention now. What's and that? And every movie that James Cameron has made. Please do. He's a terrible lover. <laughs> you think, think about all the James Cameron movies where you've seen sex. All that sex is weird. Yeah. All of it's weird, man. Well, we'll give Catherine we've, Bigelow a call. We, we'll see what's we, up. We've got the fucking, like, the Walkman thing. That's yep. weird. We've yeah. got this weird... <laughs> Future guy sex. We're like, it's, it's, weird. it's just what I love is it keeps cutting away to, to their like, hands, to their hands, but they're not like their their hands aren't clasping each other. No. And he's just like gripping the sheets, like, yeah. and it's his like her hand is just there, and his hand is like tightly gripping the mattress. And all their fa- they're, they're making all these faces, like, like they, yeah, like, she like, looks like, like she is in pain. She the looks whole like she's time. eating some bad chili. <laughs> like it's just like everything about it is weird and just like strained and oh. awful. And then, like, think about Titanic. That sex must have been weird. Yeah. Like, there's no way it wasn't weird. James Cameron doesn't know what he's doing. What, like the back of a Volvo? Oh, mm, mm, mm. 
Gross. You know what? Should we do it? Should we just do it now? The heart of the Ghostbusters? We're, I think we're probably at that time. It's actually I, it's a, a kind it's, of a hard choice with this I one. think this is a very hard choice. Uh, we both had the early thought of the creepy guy. <laughs> the creepy, who, the payphone creeper? There's the, yeah, there's this guy. So she's like at the very beginning of the movie. She's, by, she's on the payphone. At Tech Noir. No, no, at, that's before no, she gets to Tech she's Noir. She's not even at Tech Noir yet. It's the first payphone, yeah. wherever she was. Yeah, the, the bar. Yeah, and there's some just creeper in, standing in the back of the shot. And he's just like looking her up and down and just standing there creepily. He doesn't have any lines. He's just kind of looking at her. And then she, at one point she looks at him and he just keeps looking at her. And he's not the heart of Ghostbusters. No, no I don't want to have a drink with that guy. It's way too creepy. That's when you get roofied uh-huh. and wake up as a lampshade. That's exactly how that goes, yeah. Um, for me, I like I was going into it like all ready to crown Paul Winfield as my heart of the Ghostbusters. No. But I, I think it's got to be the, the, the psychologist. I think it's got to be the, the police shrink i think he's like i said he just scores one line after another i just love every i don't know if i would pick him in the later movies but in this movie i love him fair i love him i think he would become insufferable real quick uh that's possible i'm gonna go with lance you go with lance oh lance henderson yeah totally lance henderson no, I actually like that because he's... Because he's kind of sarcastic. Yeah, he's and, constantly trying to, like, tell people stories and shit, and Paul Winfield keeps shutting him down. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you get a couple drinks in him, you know he's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, he's he's already putting out cigarettes in the coffee. <laughs> like, that might be my favorite line in this whole fucking movie. <laughs> that coffee's two, two hours, hours cold. I put out a cigarette in it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm oh, going with man. Lance, because you have to. Yeah. No, they, I think that's Because fair. Bishop. I think that's totally fair. Uh, so on that note, I think we're done with the Terminator. Um, no, we're only getting started. Well, yes, and we've only just begun. We've only just begun. That's actually very fitting no, for the Terminator no, we're somehow. I know. Uh, we're finished, and we've only just and begun. Indeed. Uh, so uh, next week we will be t twoing it up. Yay! Thank God. Very excited. And, and like, like I said, we. we I really s- want to see if this the T two print is going to be. Yeah. Good no. And that, you know, I said you know we've seen it like a million times. And yeah. We all know it really well. But like, I haven't watched it on Blu ray since I bought it. So yeah. like, and I haven't really even watched it in a while. No, so I haven't watched it in a while. Either. I'm kind of psyched to give I'm, it a give it a shot. And for me, I'm just I'm so excited for Terminator. 3. I am. I oh, know, I love I know. Terminator. I'm so 3. excited for Terminator three. Me love too. Um, I will say my biggest hesitation going into next week is. Um, I'm going to be reminded how much I hate Eddie Furlong. <laughs> well, <laughs> how, yeah, well, yes. I mean, like that movie might be perfect if not for Eddie Furlong, <laughs> uh, who is the albatross around that movie's neck. Every time he opens his mouth, I want to punch it closed. <laughs> Where is he dead? No, no, he's still alive, and uh, you know, the last he was making movies. Like, no, straight to, you know, like VOD. P- well, like, like, PSAs? <laughs> <laughs> like, like warning to others? Blood on the pavement? <laughs> oh. uh, he was in a... He Eddie was in Furlong, those, a cautionary tale. <laughs> he was in one of those, uh, like... Eddie like Furlong, the, Genesis. Oh, God. He Eddie was, Furlong, Judgment Day. He was in, like, the Crow 3 or the Crow 4. Oh. He was in a very late stage That was Crow the one movie. where they couldn't even get Winston. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, so uh, Terminator 2 next week. Also next week, next week we'll be doing Double Duty, because uh, next week is also Jurassic World. Hooray! Uh, another movie which I am excited to watch, but, but very trepidatious but about. kind of not. Yeah, ki- kind of nervous. I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping that Chris Pratt can save it. 
because I feel like... I'm hoping that, too. Because I feel like without Chris Pratt and without... What's his name? Who's the scientist? Uh, B.D. Wong? Yes, B.D. Wong. Yeah. Without the... I feel like those two... B.D. Wong is going to be the heart of the Ghostbusters. I, I mean, yeah, I think... There's I don't, no question. I don't see any way in There's which... Really... Not, unless we pick a dinosaur as the heart of the Ghostbusters. Which we might actually be able to do. That's very possible. If they if they talk in this one yeah, again. I know, right? Did I ever tell you about the first time I, I tried to watch Jurassic Park 3? Alan! That's yes. exactly... You've told that story on this podcast a couple of times. God, it's just... It's, Alan! I, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did finally finish it. Uh, I was on TV the other day, and I did not watch it. I, I think I actually own them all. Oh, good word. They're on the shelf right next to the Tremors attack pack. <laughs> nice. Where they belong. You're welcome. Uh, so next week will Thanks, be Amoeba. Jurassic World and Terminator 2. Uh, a double pack of fun, if I've ever seen it. Uh, Bart, thank you for being here, as hey, always. It's nice, pleasure. nice to have you I, back. Uh, I'm sorry that I've been a little bit AWOL lately. No, it's okay. You know, you know, you know you're, you've got bar exams to study oh, for, and you, you've got, like, a life to live. I don't I don't suffer from that particular affliction. I have this. Oh. Um, so, uh, you can find... I would rather do this. Well, yeah, me too. If only, so, if only someone would pay me for this, my life would be complete. Uh, you can find yeah. me, uh, on the Twitters, uh, at mdaily one you can find the blog at dailyscreening.com. Did I tell you? Ooh, yes. You, are you you <laughs> found your password? I found my password. I was going to say you <laughs> you like finally like 2 years later accepted my uh <laughs> followed me back on Twitter. Yeah. Like holy shit, Bart found his password. I found my password on Twitter. That's I'm very I think proud I've of you. I tweeted one thing which was and we're back. That's good. No, <laughs> that's I, it. Let's just keep it with that. I like it. I should probably do what everybody else does and just take pictures of my dinners and stuff. <laughs> Indeed. Uh you get and a you, cat and then they, you'll be okay. Are there pictures on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can put pictures on Twitter. You can do pictures on most I things. Probably these download days. an app or something. Yeah, probably. I don't have one. Yeah, you should, yeah get... I have my password. Actually, I forgot. What it was. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad, no, I did. I could I'm glad come full I, circle I, I, again. I bet, I bet I could figure it out. My God. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh, the blog is at dailyscreening.com, and you can follow the podcast here on the iTunes and the SoundCloud where you can please rate us and review us, and more importantly, subscribe to us so that you can get all the episodes and as they come. Tell your friends. Indeed. Share it around, man. Because I'm trying to, you know, streamline this. We're only going to be like an hour long today. We were only an hour long last time. I'm trying to get it closer to an hour because I feel like people complain it's too long. Personally, I like the longer podcast because I never listen to a whole podcast at one time anyway. I don't really, give a fuck. I, so. think it's fairly, I think it's a fairly safe bet at this point. Whatever our opinions are of things are wrong. If you're trying to make something that is for everybody else, yeah, do the opposite. I know, I know. You but like I a don't long wanna... one? Make it short. Yeah, but I'm not going to do fucking thirty minute podcasts. That seems kind of pointless. I, I just, like, what are you? Thirty minutes isn't long enough to have a conversation about anything. So I, I think an hour is fine. Whatever. <laughs> We've had fun talking. I hope you've had fun listening. Have a lovely evening and a fantastical tomorrow. Come with Eddie Furlong if you want to live. No time for bird sex. I really want to fly, girl.
So tell me one more time, girl. Ain't got no time for birthday. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>